This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. So this will be the last. A little kick and chase here from Nagama. Might get the bounce. He has. Oh, there's a Kumal who made an absolute meal of it. And Kevin Nagama's kick has turned out to be the opener for the first try for Fiji this evening. This is what they need to do. That's it. Go wide early. And they've done exactly what you've asked for. Here's Justin Olam. And Olam gets away from the five mate. Beats another one. He's got support on the inside. Olam to Lachlan Lamb. Here come Papua New Guinea. And Lamb, well, he just keeps on keeping on. And the Kumals, they open their account of some brilliant work from Justin Olam. As they come back towards centre field here, the, 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 the Kummels are winding up. Have a look at this. Mackenzie Yeh is over. Did he get the ball down? Yes, he did. Mackenzie Yeh. Taggy Tui Mua. He goes to short side early. Kick from Tane Mill and picks out Sunia Taruva. And Taruva. He has been in everything this evening as Fiji score their second trying a chance to level things up. Here's Lachlan Lamb who gets it and goes straight forward. He's got Mead on the inside. They're going to score here, the Kummels. David Mead, a fairy tale swan song for him. Out of nothing, Lachlan Lamb put on the accelerator inside the Mead, drew the fullback, and the Kummels are over. Olive. Oh, what about the kick inside the Lachlan Lamb? <laughs> Justin Olam with a piece of wizardry. That's straight out of the Gary Freeman playbook. Yeah, it was a beautiful try, wasn't it? Really beautiful try. An upset result, actually. I think most people had the Fijians winning this. Justin Olam recommitted to the Melbourne Storm for four years and he developed in the last year and a half this passing game and the beautiful ball there for Lock and Lambert. I'll tell you what. And kicking game. And, and kicking game. And there's one play in the NRL you think, I don't want to stand in front of tackle. He's Justin Nolan. He is a freight train, an absolute freight train, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's you don't want to play footy against him ever. Yeah. Like he's coming off the back fence, and he's yeah, you're I getting d- hurt. I did like as well the commentary how they were saying. I mean, obviously they're revered in in PNG, and it was an emotional National sport. Yeah. It's an emotion. It's an emotional game. It was David Mead's last game. Um, on a side note, you know, he's, he, he, he would be picked for the World Cup, but has decided to give some other youngster an opportunity. Being 33, scores a nice try. But I loved it how the commentary kept. Referencing that Justin Olam is best friends with the the Prime Minister. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like he's on billboards and everything over yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if they're having political chats about uh what are you chatting to Justin Wallen about foreign policy of <laughs> <laughs> Sporting diplomacy, I think is, is the term. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you, you talk about the players that, that go to PNG and they're just the bus ride, they get mobbed. So they've you've never seen a reception like it anywhere in the world. So it is such a big National it is sport. a national sport yeah. over there. I mean, yeah. they have a good, a really, really good cricket team as well. Um, yeah, right. And I tell you what, yeah, I think Lachlan Lamb was also a standout. And again, another guy who gets an opportunity to play at that level that you haven't seen playing too much, you know, first grade footy, he gets to play for his country and then you hi- highlights his talents. Mm. Um, it was quite impressive. Obviously, 
COVID ruined the Prime Minister's 11 game. Um, that, well, not 11, that's cricket. Prime Minister's <laughs> yeah. 13 or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, every year when they play in PNG. Yeah. I'm assuming that comes back at the end of the season or whenever it is, because that's always a great fixture, isn't it, for, for the people of Papua New Guinea? Well, you the, that's the question, and it was the one that I posed early on to Jules, is how do they, how do they, how do they recreate that? Um, since throughout the season and throughout the year, these international games, because they have a place. I mean, it's got a community feel uh, to it at the moment. Now, it's played at the club ground. Most of the people you see there are family and friends, and they're all supporters. Um, but it's kind of – it separates themselves from the other codes, as in, you know, rugby league uh, – sorry, rugby uh, – AFL can't do or can't capture the same sort of passionate – that you'll see from these other countries that we can have in our own country. It's just how do you fit it into the schedule? The obvious one is to do, you know, a pre-season sort of tournament. Um, or these buy rounds, I think, are really influential, stacking them as much as possible to have these guys be able to represent their countries because in their own words, this is as special as it gets for them. I think it works well what they're doing at the moment. I mean, my preference, I love Origin on Wednesday nights, but I don't mind it on a Sunday if it clears the decks to have what we saw last night, yeah. New Zealand, Tonga and PNG, Fiji and some old Cook Islands. Mm. Having said that, Steve Mascord, uh, the rugby league journalist, uh, has done a story. He said, well, rugby league chair Troy Grant has reaffirmed that no matter how successful the representative weekend is in Australasia, it, this will be the last one for the foreseeable future. He doesn't care how popular it gets. No. Yeah. See, yeah. The, the reason I like no. it in the middle of the year is because the game's still very much in the consciousness of sports fans. For me, the National Rugby League culminates in the grand final. It's almost like a nice little cutoff. So I'd rather see it in the middle of the season, Yeah, personally. Yeah, I agree. And as I said, I think, does that open the door with the buy round that you're able to do it now? Sundays, this, this will be the last Sunday as well, isn't it, for the next couple of years? Because Origin will be moved back to a Wednesday, which will be a midweek. Um, fixture. So is there the possibility of having some pre-season tournament which involves the international teams? I mean, we're going to have the World Cup coming up, so that's going to all be explained. They're going to have that opportunity as yeah. well. But um, I just think it's a, it's, a, it's a point of difference that Rugby League has that just needs to capitalise on it. Like different sports are moving with, forward with their women's competitions. This is just another shot in the arm that football really does need, um, and it's just such a nice touch. You really were moved when you listened to the hymns at the end of the game and at the start of the game, the singing, the harkers, and the traditional dances. Um, and as a country, we need it because it unifies us. It opens up my yeah. eyes to Fijian tradition and culture and 100%. Samoan, yeah. um, uh, which I think this country really needs. That's what this country is based on, all different cultures coming yeah. together. So, yeah, seeing it highlighted, and especially in the sporting field, is incredible. Yeah, so, more yeah. of it. And the other consideration here is... Uh, how do we place it in the calendar to best avoid a club versus country stoush, right? Because you know at the start of the year you got the All-Stars game and everyone says, what a wonderful concept, but clubs aren't necessarily falling over themselves to release their players. No. Right? They go, oh, well, which I understand, start of the season, uh, you've got a busy year ahead, you don't want to run the risk of injury. Sure. We saw, didn't we, see with, with Rapino, with his sender, and these, those are the risks that you take. Yeah. Would clubs be prepared to say, you know what, yeah, go for it. Go. But playing international before the start of the season, yeah, you know, out of match condition. That, that's the only issue I have with having it before the season starts. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, you sign a, an $800,000 uh, new player to your club. He goes and plays for Fiji. Samoa does his ACL in a game redundant, were well, perceived for the club a redundant game, uh, and he's out. And that, that, that will always pose a question. League's tampered with playing, you know, the, the nines tournaments, AFL with the X tournament or whatever it is. AFL X. AFL X or whatever <laughs> what it was. Park or that was. Yeah, that's right. So it's it's yeah. like it can also just oh. 
Some, oh, some can, marketing can, guru got paid a six-figure sum to come up with come that up with debacle. That, yeah, honestly. you can really cook the golden goose. Um, <laughs> and again, you know, using cricket as a term, they're doing that at the moment with the big bash. So you, again, it's a double-edged sword. You've got to be careful. Talking about players that might carry, Kevin Campion. I reckon he's oh, in the conversation. Wasn't he a boxing champ of some oh. sort? Or? He looks like you could take him with a crowbar and he wouldn't flinch. Kevin. Yeah, <laughs> really good player. Played for my beloved Dragons. Played it's for a the Warriors. You couldn't and the hurt, isn't it? Totally. A bit like yours. Remember those, like, if, you, if you hit him with, you know, those tyre, like the wheel nut locks. Oh, the club lock. Yeah, oh, the like, wheel nut. Yeah, the four-way. Yeah, the four-way yeah, wheel yeah. nut lock on the tyre. Like, you could just whack him in the yeah. face with that and he would just laugh at you. He'd be like, what the else you got? Lock. Yeah. <laughs> club lock. Remember the club lock? <laughs> on, the, on the Ford Laser 89 model. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one before the break. This is a good one. Brett from Busby. You know, which origin player would you reckon would carry a weapon? We'll just go psycho. Uh, he says um, 100%. Uh, he reckons Tony Rampling would carry. <laughs> That's not yeah. bad. Tony, Brett from well, Busby. You could be clubhouse leader, my friend. Tony yeah. Rampling was an ex-policeman, though, wasn't he? So, a lot of them were. So, so he actually did have to carry a weapon. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speaking of, you know, getting the wrap up for the um, Donnie McKinnon. Donnie McKin- McKinnon was an ex-policeman who did a wee-wee on the field at he, North Sydney Oval. He, did, he took it down the side of the leg. And, yeah, he took out a different weapon. Yeah, he um, did. <laughs> Bill Harrigan, Bill, former police yeah, officer, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Craig Young. Craig Young is another one. So, we better yeah. take a break. This is crunch time. <laughs> It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.